Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Good morning. Man, you look so good today. I'm glad you're here today, and I'm excited God sent you to Faith Renewed, and it could be your very first time. That may be first time in-house, first time there at home worshiping with us, and if it is, we just want to let you know how glad we are God sent you our way today. Faith family, let our first-time guests know you love them, please. Come on, let them know it. Come on. You Maybe first time in a while, welcome back. Just glad you're here. But uh, do this if you would. Grab your Bible and uh, turn with me to Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1. I heard your excitement. I love it. Amen. Romans chapter 1. And if you are a version Bible app user, oh man, do this if you use that app. Click on more and then events right there on the app, and you can follow right along with me in this message, and I encourage you to do so. And uh, if you don't have it on your phone, it's going to be on the screen, free of charge. Amen. Romans chapter 1, if you have it, say, I have it. If your neighbor's still looking, say, what are you waiting on? Come on, what are you waiting on? Let's do this. <clears throat> Romans chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Woo. Come on, man. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. For in, the righteous, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Man, I love this. This is going to be a good day. Father, we love you, and we just pray today, God, and we're just so today honored and thankful that we can gather. Lord, we're thankful that we can just come together as a family, open up your word, and Lord, we ask you to speak clearly to our hearts, and may we all be open to receive it. In Jesus' name, would you say it with me? Amen. Amen. I want you to do this. Uh, tell your neighbor, say, ask me why. <clears throat> yeah, that, look at your neighbor, say, ask me, ask me why. Mm, okay. All right. Ask me why. Yeah. Okay. I believe we should have the answer when people ask us why. And uh, so while we're doing a series right now called that very thing, why? And uh I, I love this, that we're able to just gather and just dig deep into God's Word. And we're, um, in this series, I've been kind of looking, this has kind of been like a dis good discipleship series because we've just been digging hard and looking at the things that we believe as a church and um, why we believe those things, why we do what we do, how, why we look the way we look. And so uh, we've just been learning more about that. And I hope you've been here. If you've missed any of those, I always encourage you, go back and uh, listen to those messages that you've missed. And, and I encourage you to share them with others, man, because God's Word is so good. Amen. But today, I want to jump back into this series again with why. Last week, we looked at why serve. 
And uh, I want to say thank you again for all those who serve here at Faith Renewed, man. Thank you so much for what you do, man. This happens because you're faithful, and I, I appreciate your service. And I actually shared a few things with you last week. If you missed it, we, we talked about that we were created to serve. How many of those God made us and designed us with a plan already in motion? Amen. And he puts you here for a purpose and a reason. And so, again, we learned also that, that we need you to serve. We need you to serve right here and be a part of what God's doing in this house. There's opportunities for you to serve. And um, if you haven't done so yet, right there on the YouVersion app, uh, Stop by Connect, Church Center app, whatever, just click on that Next Steps link and you can get plugged in, be a part. Uh, also, come to our faith track today uh, or this afternoon at 4 o'clock. Love to have you do that. But we also learned finally last week that serving produces a blessing. Amen. And it does do that. Amen. How many knows that it, it produces a blessing for the one doing it? as well as who you're doing that for. Amen. It produces a blessing in their life. And so, again, I encourage you to get plugged in, be a part of serving here. So many great opportunities for your gift to be used here, and we would love to have you do that. And, and today I want to do this. I want to talk about why salvation. Salvation. Big word, amen. Big word. But we've been, we've been in this series talking about things like why mission, why evangelize, why, why do these things that we do. And, and the ultimate goal is to bring those that we know into a place of salvation. Amen. And so you're like, what does that even mean? So we're going to talk about that today. And so I, I believe this. I think the most important question that you will ever answer is this. Are you saved? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's huge. Yeah, like, matter of fact, just a lot of times we do this like at the end and everybody's like, heads bowed, eyes closed. But yeah, we're talking about being unashamed of this salvation of the gospel and it's power to God to salvation. But if you're saved, raise your hand real quick. Just, just man, this is awesome. So cool. I mean, like most hands are up. Some, some may not be. And, and I believe this, if your hand didn't go up today, it can go up today. Amen. Because this is the day of salvation for us. But man, we're not ashamed of the gospel of Christ around here. We, be, we love that and we believe that. And so it's probably, again, the most, when I fact, it is the most important question you'll ever answer. Are you saved? Have you given your life to Jesus or have you received that gift? And um, this has been a, an interesting, I guess, very hard week for, for a lot of us. Um, we, we lost a giant in the faith this past week. And um, but Pastor Harry Ramey, uh, if you don't know him, incredible man of God, has been a part of our church since it began, and uh, since day one, on, on Friday, he, he left this earth, and I believe this, he went to be in the presence of Jesus. Oh, man, and so I've cried this week, man, and then I've like sat back, and I've smiled this week, and I've just been like, like the saddest I've felt in a while, and I've been like the happiest, you know, like I've, I've felt in a while. People's like, man, our pastor's all over the place right now. Amen. Yeah, I am. It's just because it's what that does for us because I know this about him. He had a testimony of salvation. <laughs> and it, like that is the most important thing that you can leave behind. 
man, that we know. Matter of fact, man, he just so much believed in the power of the gospel. Uh, Thursday, he was uh, at a place where he wasn't able to really communicate with people. And so Wednesday was the last day he was really able to do that. And you know who, who he was asking about was you. He was asking about this church, you know, and we were there on Wednesday and, and how, how the past service went, how Sunday went, and asking how things were going. He's asking about you. And he just believes so much in the gospel and in the salvation itself. So today, we, we honor that. And I guess what brings me a little bit of joy, or a lot of joy, is the fact today that I know he's where he wanted to be. Amen? I, I tell this story because it's, it's just true and it's funny, actually. Uh, but we, uh, Pastor Harry was, is, man, again, a man of faith, great faith. And um, I, we had conversations often about some of the things that I wanted to see God do, and he was sharing his heart. And I, I told him, I said, one of the things that I want to see God do with my physical eye, I want to see God raise somebody from the dead. And I mean, I'm like, man, and, and what's cool is we see people cross from death to life here like every, every week. It's so cool. A lot of ways, in so many ways do that. But I, like, I want to see that happen. And, 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 and Harry would tell me this. He would say, Pastor, he said, when I die, don't bring me back. Amen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't bring me back. And, and I wouldn't. As much as I want him here, I, I wouldn't do that because he's experiencing now the promise of salvation in full. Oh man, we get to see it and celebrate it in part here, but he's experiencing it today in full. And so for us, the salvation experience, giving your life, starting a relationship with Jesus is so important to what we believe here. And, and if you look at the what we believe section there on our website, or I tell you what, come to Faith Track this afternoon. We'll give you a book. It talks about what we believe. It shares those things. But in our statement of faith, this is what we believe when it comes to the area of salvation, what we mean when we use that word. Now, in, in, our, in our statement of faith, there are actually three sentences there, three statements that make up what we believe. And so I'm going to do this. I'm going to read each one of those today as a point to us, but I'm going to summarize it the way I believe kind of like God kind of like summarized it for me, put it in my heart, because if uh, I ask you like, what did I preach this morning? Give me my, those points back. It'd be hard to memorize all that stuff, but I believe you're going to be able to memorize a summary and be able to share that with others. So, so this, this is what it says. This is straight from our statement of faith. We believe that man is a created being made in the image and likeness of God. Through Adam's transgression and fall, sin came into the world. The Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now, I want to summarize it again the way I feel like he gave it to me. And just the very first thing that I want you to see today in this, in this salvation message is, first of all, is that we've all fallen. I just want gotta get, got to get this. This is huge, that we've all fallen. Now, it, 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 we've all fallen because the world has fallen. If you don't know, the world is broken, all right? It's messed up. And, uh, and it happened. We read about this. We see this early in the book of Genesis. We see and understand that God created the heavens and earth, beautiful, looked back, sat back, was pleased with what he did. And then he looks at and sees that creation that he made actually brings sin into the earth 
put the world into a fallen state, and it's the reason that we know this, Jesus is going to come again, and he's going to bring a new heaven and a new earth, and man, all things are going to be made right. But this is the truth from that, that fall put all men in a fallen state. Now, we have to understand that why we believe so much, preach so much, push so much, talk so much about the gospel around here, because it is the gospel, man, that is the power of God unto salvation for every fallen person. Amen? It's why we stand on that. It is the power of God unto salvation. And so we believe this. And so you'll hear us talk, share, preach the gospel message. The gospel is this. It's good news. And so today I have good news for you if you were unable to raise your hand earlier. If you said, man, you know, like when, when Pastor asked that question, I couldn't raise my hand in honesty because, man, I, I, haven't, I haven't been saved. Now listen, I want you to understand, if, we, if you're in a fallen place today, God came to bring life to you. And this is the good news, and, and I love this, and we're just like, yeah, Man, pretty serious about it around here. And I love this. Leonard Ravenhill made a statement that I think is awesome, and it just kind of just sets me well. He said that many pastors criticize me for taking the gospel so seriously. But do they really think that on judgment day, Christ will chastise me saying, Leonard, you took me too seriously? Come on, amen. No, no, no. I don't believe, man, God's ever going to look back in the end and look at us and say, man, y'all are, are way too serious about the whole gospel thing. Amen. No, it is the power of God unto salvation for all of us. And I just want to let you know, I'm going to never outgrow preaching the gospel of Jesus. Amen. If you're wondering, like, we're, we're never going to become so profound and at faith renewed that we, we elevate ourselves above that in any way because, again, the Bible, as a whole is the true message of Jesus. And so again, we go deep. We've went deep hard into this why series and we've, we've dealt with some very serious things. But man, it all takes us back to the gospel message of Christ. And so again, we'll never rise above that because it's what we need. But we need to understand this first of all. We've all fallen. Now, Enemy does stuff. Now, I mean, it just hates the enemy. And that's okay to hate him, okay? Shouldn't hate it, you know, but hate the enemy, man. And I hate it. He works, he works, you know, pretty hard in bringing deception to people and getting in their minds, making them think certain things that aren't true. And I've really noticed that in the area of fallen humanity, he's really hit hard in really a couple of different ways. Uh, one of the ways that he, he will may, maybe get into people's minds when it comes to the fallen state of humanity, he's gotten in their head and made them somehow believe, man, that you have fallen too far from God. Furthest from the truth. Amen. If you're here today, you're not, you're not too far away. If you're watching and you're thinking, man, I've done so much stuff. There's just no way God would take me and, and no way God would use me. Listen, that is a lie from the enemy to make you believe somehow that you are fallen too far from God. Listen, my Jesus, the one who got on the cross and gave his life for us, there is nothing you've done today that has brought you too far from the presence of God that Jesus can't save you from. Amen. So nothing right now happening in your life, nothing you've done. And some of you like right now thinking about, well, what about, yeah, that one too. 
Come on, that one too. Yeah, that thing that right now the enemy's put in your head and say, well, no, he can't. No, listen, today there's nothing that has happened that God can't bring salvation into your life from. And so, again, it's why we do this. But the enemy's good at that. He gets in people's minds and he's like, hey, you know, you've fallen too far. He also does this. Again, he's such a liar. All right, he does this also. He'll also get into our minds and say, well, you're really not that fallen. Oh, y'all wasn't ready for that one. Some of y'all, ooh, I didn't know that. Let's come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he'll hit some of us with that maybe. You know, he, he'll, he'll look at you and he'll get in your mind and say, well, you're really a good person. And it's, I mean, it's good to be a good person. Yeah, it should be. I think, you know, especially if, if you claim Christ, man, be too good. It's so, it's, that's a good thing. But, but, you know, he'll do this. You're really not that fallen. You're not as bad as the person sitting beside you. Don't look at them. All right, don't do it. Just keep looking straight ahead right now. Just don't look. Don't even look around in your room in the living room. If you're sitting at home right now in your bedroom, don't even look in the mirror. All right, don't do it. But, but some of y'all right now, enemy, he's good. He's, he's, like, he's like, man, you know, you're not, you're not that fallen. Yeah, yeah, you, you haven't done what they've done. Matter of fact, man, dude, you, you, bro, you get up to go to work every day. You provide for your family. Yeah, you love your kids. You're, you're good. You're not that fallen. Listen, we have to understand what the Bible says. Listen, we're in a fallen state apart from Christ. We, we, are, we are separated from the presence of God if we, again, haven't received the gift of God. And so we understand this. He just makes it clear. He's like, for, for anybody who thinks, well, man, you're not that bad. You go to church. You serve on a dream team. You're not that bad. Listen, all of us, apart from Christ, man, are, will be separated from him eternally because Scripture says it. In Romans 3.23, it says that for all, not some, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But man, we're preaching good news to you. Remember, the gospel message is that salvation is available for all who have fallen, for all who are away from him. Matter of fact, that, that salvation word, so powerful. I love it. This is actually, like if you studied it out, looked up the meaning, this is what it means. It means to save, keep safe and sound, and to rescue from danger and destruction. So you have to understand this. Listen, we're headed toward destruction apart from Christ. We're on dangerous territory. We're heading down a dangerous path, and we must realize that we're in trouble. But man, good news today. Listen, salvation is available for all who have fallen, all who have separated themselves, who were pulled away because of the fall of man. Salvation is available to you today. So again, for all of us, so again, we've all fallen. Secondly, we'll see this in our statement of faith that many um, that man's only hope of redemption is through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, man. He was manifested to undo the works of the devil. And that's why he came, all right? 1 John 3. And it says that when Jesus died on the cross, he became sin and sickness for us, providing salvation and healing for all. All right? So now, again, 
bro, I'm going to need you to summarize that one. All right, because way too much to put on a t-shirt. All right, so th- th- this, is, this is it. Point two, our only hope is Jesus. That's it. Like, I just want to, it has to be clear because like there's not like all of these hopes. There's not like all of these many roads, as some would say. All roads lead to him. No, no, no. Not all roads lead to him. There's one way. There's one truth, one life, and that is Jesus Christ. He said it, and he is the only way, and our only hope is in Jesus. It's It's the only way. But again, it's not like, well, I hope Jesus can do this. That's not what I'm talking about, man. I'm not talking about, well, I hope Jesus can help me out of this or can can get me through. No, listen, that is a hope for us. That is life for us. He said Christ in us, the hope of glory, man. If Christ is in your life, you have the hope of glory. You you have just as much a promise of heaven as any saint in Scripture as Harry Ramey himself. For all of us who have said yes and surrendered our life to Jesus and what God came and made that was so beautiful, that man broke, Jesus came to fix. And he came to fix that for our life. He came to do it for me and you. And I love it. This was, this was fulfilled from the very beginning. It was made clear that there would be someone who would come and bring salvation for us. And, uh, and I, I, Isaiah 43, Lou was hitting some Isaiah 43 earlier, man. In Isaiah 43, we see in verse 11, declared, made clear that this is God himself who is going to be the one who brings salvation. Again, it's by no other. Because verse 11 says, I, yeah, even I am the Lord. And besides me, there is no Savior. So if we're like one or like, man, how else can I get saved? No, no, no other way. Now, there's not one. And there's people, man, saying all kind of stuff. Today, man, you blows up social media, YouTube. There's so many things, there's so many ways people out there telling you how you can do this and how you can do that. I'm just going to tell you what the Bible says. I believe it's true. There's only one. And, and there's, there was no other. And again, it's only through Christ. As a matter of fact, what was prophesied that we see spoken all of those years before Jesus came and entered the earth, Jesus came and did this. He came and fulfilled that for us. Now, he said this himself. In John chapter 10, verse 9, Jesus speaking, red letters, he said this. He said, I am the door. All right? Not like I am a door. I'm not like, there's a bunch of them out there. I'm one of them, and all of them is going to get you on the other side to where you want to spend eternity with God. No, 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 listen. Clearly, Jesus said this. I am the door. And if anyone enters by me, he'll be saved. And we'll go in and out and find pasture. So he's, he's telling us this, that this door that he is for us brings us to life. It brings us to where the place that we need. And, and, and I'm, I, a lot of times I'm like, man, is it unfair that he only made one way? Absolutely not. I, I think, man, that it's so beautiful that he actually made a way. Amen? For me and you. And it's not unfair that there's only one. I'm thankful that he became the one. He became the one for us, made the way, prepared it for us. And so it was prophesied way back. Oh, man, so far back. And then Jesus steps on the scene and says, like, okay, that's me. 
by the way. And then we start seeing something happen. We see from that very beginning, the, the apostles and disciples beginning to preach the message about what Jesus did. And I love, man, Acts, the book of Acts, incredible book. Chapter 4, verse 12 Peter gets up, and he makes this declaration. He makes this statement, speaking about Jesus himself. He says that nor is there salvation in any other. All right, so he's saying it clearly. There is salvation in no other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Man, that, there, there, so there's not a kid. There's only one way, but man, there's a way. And, his, and that way is so right. It's so beautiful. It's so good for us. And we see it here. And the gospel message, it is just, it's the greatest news that there is. I mean, there, there's so much sad news in the world. There's, and again, sad news seems to travel so much quicker than, than, than good news. But listen, we've been called to share the good news of Jesus. And, and you, can't, you can't preach a better message. And some of you right now are like, man, I wish I could do that or I could sing or like I could preach or I could do this. Listen, you've been given the opportunity to take the gospel message to every person that you see. And it's a great opportunity to do it. And I like this. Jar George Whitefield, he made this statement. He said, other men may preach the gospel better than I, but no man can preach a better gospel. Come on. And so some of you are like, oh, I can't preach that. Well, listen, if you're preaching this, nobody's preaching a better message than you. Nobody's telling a better message than you. So again, we've been called, we've been, we've been, been literally given the opportunity, commissioned by God to take this good news. And this is what's beautiful is that God did this for us. Jesus is our only hope. So today, this no matter what's happened, no matter, man, where you're at, the fallen condition, you haven't fallen too far. And if for some reason you think you're not that fallen, listen, today, Jesus can bring salvation to you. And, he, and he, he will if we call on him. So thoroughly, we see this. Finally, this is the last statement in our statement of faith on salvation. That salvation, it comes by faith in Jesus Christ. All right? And not by human works. Believing in your heart, so again, this is like personal. It becomes a personal thing in your heart. So we can't do this. We can't say, well, my mom believed. All right? My grandma, she believed and prayed for me, and that's awesome. Uh, listen, well, granddaddy, listen, your heart, you have to come to this place. Believing in your heart. Pastor Harry can't, can't get there on his salvation experience. Can't do it. But again, what we believe, and this is what I love. I shared this story earlier is that, man, we've been around long enough. Next year will be 15 years that Faith Renewed Church has been, been out here doing this thing called making Jesus known. Amen. Yeah, I, that's, wow. It's going by really quick. Going by really fast. And, uh, but, but we've been around long enough now, and we're going to get to see even more of this. And that I love that we're seeing decisions that were made early in the existence of our church that affected the generation that was making the decision. I, I mean, that's what it does. Salvation, that's what it affects that generation. But we've been around long enough now to where we've seen that decision be poured into the next generation and that generation make a decision 
to follow Jesus Christ. Amen. And we've been around long enough now that we're seeing now that, that generation that made that decision now having kids of their own. And so we're in three generations deep of decisions that were made to receive salvation through the work of Christ. And again, a simple free gift. And we're going to see more of that. We're going to see how God works. But you know what each generation must do? Believe in their heart. Made their decision today. So again, believing in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. And by confessing with your mouth, wow, that Jesus is Lord and the Savior of your life. So again, personal. So thoroughly and finally, to summarize this, number three is that, man, we have to say yes to Jesus. We have to say yes to Jesus. I, I didn't know they were singing that first song with the praise team, man. They were bringing, they were talking about giving you my yes. And I'm like, that's my message, dude. They prayed that like, that's my message. And I didn't plan it. And I'm like, that's point three. And so we have to do this. We have to say yes to Jesus. We have to surrender our life to him. And I want to say this, don't delay. None of us are promised tomorrow. Today is the day of salvation. And this is what's so beautiful about salvation. It's a gift. You don't, you don't earn this. You, you don't work for this. You receive this, man. We, we, we receive the gift. And you need to know that salvation is received, not achieved. Come on. Amen. Salvation is received. It's not achieved. You don't work hard enough for this thing. Like one day I'm going to get there. No, listen. You receive the gift of Jesus himself. You receive what he brings to you. And this is, I mean, we're coming up on Christmas. It's quickly approaching. And, and I know Thanksgiving's not here yet. But how many's already been decorating for some Christmas? It's, uh, it's okay. We're going we to go ahead and make this right right now. It's okay. All right, if your hand's okay, man, you're going to get to heaven, all right, if you give your life to Jesus. There ain't nothing wrong in that, man. Nothing wrong in that game. Pastor Bill, we still praying for you, brother. Amen. How many of those Pastor Bills? Amen. Come on. Yeah. Not Christmas music. Christmas music, that's, that's, that's different. That's Pastor Bill. I'll put you on that. But, man, it's okay to decorate. All right, but, but man, it, it's coming. And gifts are going to be coming. And that's, that's awesome. Greatest gift is Jesus. And it's the gift that only he brings. And it is salvation to us. And this is how it happens. It, it doesn't happen any other way. It happens when we say yes to him. It happens when we surrender and, and receive that gift. So again, no matter where you're at right now, it's available to you. Salvation is here for you. For, for some of you this morning, you're Christian. But man, the joy of that salvation has been stolen. And man, God wants to bring the joy of salvation to you. He, he wants for some of you this morning to bring the fullness of salvation back into your life again. So salvation is here for you. It's available. Romans chapter 10, oh, verses 8 and 9 says this. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. All right, so I was, I was reading and I was got to thinking about, man, a true word of faith preacher is preaching the gospel. Come on, amen. A true word. So if you're wondering, man, we're a word of faith church. Yeah, we're a word of faith church. The gospel man right here, we believe it. And it's so true. And that is it. That is the word of faith which we preach. And verse 9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
Man, I just, I love it. I believe God wants us to have the blessed assurance of salvation, to know that heaven's going to be our home one day. Amen. And have that so settled in our life, so settled in our heart. And so he said it this way, not, not you may be, or you were too fallen. No, no, listen, whoever calls on him. And so I want us to call on God today. And what's stopping us? It's our belief in him. It's our, our putting our hope in him. John Calvin said this, and, and it's heavy. Man, strong quote. He said that no man is excluded from calling upon God. The gate of salvation is set open unto all men. Neither is there uh, any other thing which keeps us back from entering in save only our own unbelief. That's it. That's what's it today. You know, listen, if, if you haven't, if, if, you, if you weren't able to raise your hand, if you haven't received that, what, what's stopping you today? It's, it's your unbelief. What am I saying to you today? Believe today. Put your hope, put your trust in him. Nobody's going to be in hell by accident. It's not going to happen. All of us have the opportunity to receive this gift. God has made it available to every person here, every person online right now. And I'm going to ask you to do it. I'm going to ask you to stand. And when we stand, I want to read a, a last verse to us this morning. And man, I love it. You can look at the screen if you've already closed your app out, closed your Bible. Romans chapter 10, verses 10 through 13. Kim, we love this message here. And it says it this way. It says, for with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. Man, it's like I believe in my heart, and he's made me righteous. He does this for me. But he also says this, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Man, he wants you again. He wants you what you're saying and what's in your heart. He wants those things to line up. And so he makes this so clear for us. For the scripture says, that whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Man, we're unashamed. Man, the shame has been ripped away, pulled away, unashamed of the gospel. No shame again in what Christ, again, when we receive this gift of salvation. Verse 12 says, For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. That means like for all mankind, for all who call, for all who come to him. For the same Lord over all is rich, to all who call upon him. Not some who call on him. Not, no, all who call upon him. And verse 13 says that for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Man, every head bowed, every eye closed right now. Oh man, all of us who call on him are right now, we've been saved. Love it. Oh, man, it's so beautiful. The gospel is so good. It's such good news that all of us who call on him are saved. I want to ask you this right now. Have you called on him? Have you surrendered your life to Jesus? Have you given him your yes? Have you said yes to Jesus? Jesus paid it all. He, put, he, he paid it all for you. He did all this for you to have eternal life in him. For some, you may not have been able to raise your hand just a few moments ago, but that can change today. You can start a journey with Jesus. You can surrender your life to him. You can confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, put your hope in him, and salvation can come to you today.
So heads about eyes are closed. For some right now, listen, it may be you've never surrendered your life to Christ. For some of you right now, man, you're not walking in the fullness of salvation. You haven't been walking with him, and God wants to renew that salvation in your life. He wants to restore that joy to you. He wants to bring salvation back into your life and bring hope to you again. So just as heads about eyes are closed, I want to ask this question right now. Are you saved? Started with it, ending with it. Are you saved? Yeah, today is a day of salvation for you. Listen, you're not too far. You're not too fallen. Today is a day of salvation for you. For some right now, listen, it may be the first time I've ever surrendered and said yes to Jesus. For some of you, like, man, I've walked away. I feel so far from God. But listen, he's, today, he loves you so much. He's calling you back to him. Right now, if today you say yes, you want to give Jesus your yes right now, you want to surrender or recommit your life to the Lord, listen, do this right now. Don't hesitate. Don't delay. Lift your hand up high to heaven if that's you right now. Just say, I just want to give Jesus my life. I want to surrender everything. Lift it up high. If I see a hand, I'm going to stop and pray with you right now. Right now, we're going to stop and pray with you. God bless you. Yes, God bless you. Who else? Lift it up high. Nothing to be ashamed about. Listen. Every Christian in this room came to a place of salvation where they said yes. Not one of them got there by their own work, by their own strength. Yeah, God bless you. You can put it down. Who else? God bless you. Yeah, right now. I just want to pray. Right now, just pray with me. Just as the message has come to you today, it's good news for us. It's good news. What Jesus did. So just do this right now. Just say, I just confess right now with my mouth. Jesus is Lord. Yeah, I just believe right now in my heart what Jesus did for me. Yeah, I believe he's raised from the dead. I believe he took my sin. Yeah, I believe you took my shame. And I receive now your salvation. I receive now life everlasting. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hands are still bad. Eyes are still closed. Listen, right now, if you've prayed that prayer, you've surrendered your life to God. Listen, you're just as saved as as Harry Ramey, who did that 65 years ago. You're just as saved as me, who did it 41 years ago. Listen, today, right now, in that moment, if you said that, you confess with your mouth, you believed in your heart, you've put your faith in Christ today. You're as assured to heaven as if you're already there right now. I believe that. And we celebrate right now. And I want to do this as a church. Before we take the next step right now, can we celebrate with heaven over right now, over those who have just said yes to him? Come on, over those at home who have said yes to him. We celebrate with heaven. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. God bless you. Oh, God bless you. Now listen, we believe this here is so important. Man, we believe in the power of prayer. We're going to celebrate in the last song about Jesus paying the ultimate price for me and you. And we want to do this today. We want to give him our yes today in every way. And we also want to do this. We want to minister to needs. There's there's so many people in this room right now. There's a lot of people here. There's a a lot of needs that are getting brought in today. This is what I love about God. This is what I love about this family here. We believe in praying for one another.
We believe in encouraging each other right where they're at. And so this is what I want to do. As, they, as the worship team closes out in this last song, if you need prayer for any reason, just step out and come. If you need prayer for any reason, just come. If you just want to just come, bow on the altar and just, just give Jesus your yes. You just want to just come and stand in the front and just worship God and, and thank Him for the gift of salvation, whatever it is. And just begin to just make your way out. But each of us this morning, listen, as we sing this closing song, can we just thank God for salvation? Can we just thank Him for salvation? Can we thank Him for what He's doing? If you've given your life, recommitted your life, we'd love to pray with you. We'd love to celebrate with you and invite you to come. Be a part of this moment right now. But as we just declare this today, as we just celebrate Jesus paying the ultimate price, let's thank the Lord today for the salvation that Jesus brings. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or a lot to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.